Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nerd On Update, the weekly show, and we talk about all the nerdy news that we're very excited about. That's only the first half of our show. The second half of the show is where we answer questions from you all, the people. This is a uh, live show, and we'll get to how you can uh, uh, participate later on. We don't introduce any of the uh, co-hosts here. Or guests, Um, as I like to call them every time I do this intro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, every time that Corey says it the right way. Uh, But I'm going to have Tom go first. Thank you, Uh, Caitlin. Wait, uh, uh, camera four, go! Um, Jeez, I just... Like blinded myself with that. Oh, there's no Josh in this one. Never <laughs> so, mind. um, everyone, you know who it is. It's Tom, the DC boy, right? Branding. Yeah, but we're not talking about DC today. Oh. Today, <gasps> we're talking about because it's all it's all films, and uh, you know, and honestly, I'm glad that I don't have to talk about DC this week, um, because you know you start getting tired of eating ice cream sandwiches all the time. Sometimes do you, you want a Sunday. You do. You? Yes, I do. Yes, it's I do. It's not like it's yeah. taking inventory, Tom. Yes, I do. Yes, it does. It comes barreling in my window and disrupts me while I'm sleeping at 4 a.m. Fair. Um, Fair. And uh, today we're talking about uh, Marvel. Um, so Captain, oh, not Captain, uh, f- f- the Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> there it is. Uh, just finished uh, the, its series season one run. We don't know if it's a if it's a if it's going to be a mini series, and that's kind of the tough thing because uh, early reports show that WandaVision will be submitted to the Emmys as a mini series. So the thing is with mini series, you typically have to know the play count, the episode count before you submit it, and that's what counts it as a um, uh, a mini series. So like that was one thing with like the Watchmen show, which ended up winning it all. Um, because a lot of people are like, oh, season two, season two. And then it's like, no, it's a miniseries. It's one and done, baby. And um, it, to me, it kind of feels like this uh, evolution of uh, two to three hour long films becoming seven hour long engagements. Mm-hmm. And um, with with Falcon and Winter Soldier ending, uh, complete uh, right afterwards, there was an announcement that uh, Malcolm Spellman, um, one of the writers uh, for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, will be writing the new Captain America 4 film. Um, no spoilers here. I will not spoil uh, the show because I think that's very unfair. It's only been the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we did an episode on it, obviously all spoilers. But at the very end, much like in the normal Marvel fashion, they said, you know, you know, typically they'll be like, oh, Spider-Man will return in Avengers Infinity War, right? Um, but it, it, the, end of the, the end of the show said Captain America and the Winter Soldier, so... Um, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think uh, there is uh, an interesting evolution of what they're going to do with these characters for longer developmental arcs. Uh, I think I talked to Corey a little bit about it where I was saying, like, it'd be cool if the dev- like the longer arcs for the characters become these series on Disney+. Plus, and then they kind of reserve that the films are the big event-like films. They don't have to be Avengers-only films. They could be, like, the Civil War film. They could be, like, the... Typically, you would think Secret Invasion would have been a film, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that was there with big um, applause. Um, as a DC fan, we're like Squidward in our house looking through the blinds as you see Patrick and SpongeBob <laughs> being Marvel fans, but just enjoying their lives. We're just like, must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> to get everything you, get everything you want. Must be um, nice. But that also being said, this last week, uh, Shang-Chi 
and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer yeah. dropped oh, uh, for Sima Liu's yeah. birthday. And uh, it's very interesting, I think, uh, Marvel's kind of taking this, like, uh, I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but I, I, I understand where it's coming from. Like, all their trailers have, like, a kind of a like a hip-hop, R&B, like, beat with their, it's their kind score of the, and their teaser music. Uh, as somebody who works in the trailer industry, it's kind mm-hmm. of, for lack the of a trend. better way of saying it, it's kind of the way right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that, that's you saw that with Godzilla vs King Kong. Yeah. You see that with Space Jam and right gonna, now. I'm seeing a lot of editing to the beat, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. kind of thing going on. A lot more that, than it used to be. I think that I one the arms. That I think that Spit. one tweet of like how to make a uh, a movie trailer using like an 80s retro thing, but with a dark gritty undertone. And it's like, ask an existential question, answer it with the villain of some kind of nihilistic thing. And it's like, show all your CG shots. Like, I think that really made everyone like, okay, we can't do that anymore. Uh, But no, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. uh, It looks pretty interesting. I think um, for me, it's going to be kind of like a a similar win, like a Black Panther or a Crazy Rich Asians, where the the itch for diversity is going to be kind of scratched at that point. But uh, I think it's going to... like kind of pop a lot of questions for retconning just because we've already seen a Mandarin and the quote unquote 10 rings. So uh, how they decide to explore that um, will be interesting. And um, that being said, I'll round out this movie news and all that stuff with uh, AT&T investor day um, showing that all markets for streamers are slowing down. Mm. And that's because we are finally reaching streamer saturation. So everyone is reaching their less than projected uh, amounts of growth within Q1. Um, so things like re- getting 4 million or 3 million new subscribers in three months is now seen as a bad thing. Because now people are going to have to start choosing which streamers they do not do not want. So um, Netflix still remains Choose. king. Disney right below that. Then Amazon. Then I think HBO, and then, then I think after that is Apple. So I'll always, I know I've referred to it before, but that meme of Obi Wan yelling at the streaming You're the chosen one. You were supposed to d- destroy TV, not join them. Yeah, it's oh. wild. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the news I got. Who, who's next? There is only one Josh. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, only one remains. The true Josh or little Josh. Yes, this it. is true. Um, uh, what started as a joke. Uh, to Battle of the Joshes uh, out in Nebraska uh, has come to fruition uh, as of yesterday, was it? Yeah. Let me see, the 20th. Yeah, so. Not long ago. Uh, where over 100 Joshes showed up to battle for the title uh, of the one true Josh. Uh, With wet little, noodles. Little pool noodles, yeah. And uh, five-year-old Josh was declared the winner by Hashtag the original little Josh. who started the group. That's right. Uh, kind of cool because they actually the guy who created this used it to not only raise money for charity but do a uh, a feed in Nebraska as well for those who were needed food and all that kind of stuff. So it Aww. it turned out to be a really positive, loving event uh, that helped a lot of people in the process of also a lot of people just having a lot of fun. Um, so shout out to little Josh who was brought there. Technically, he's a junior. He was brought there by his dad, Josh. Wow. Um, so Second yeah. of his name. And I think the little mm-hmm. kid was like, I just wanted to fight. Yeah, they're like, hey. <laughs> they asked him. He's like, how do you feel? And he's like, I want to fight every day. And we're like, all right. <laughs> what have Plus we done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to fight every day. Uh, so yeah, that's my news. That's all I really got. I just thought that was... 
just I needed that yesterday. It was it's a, a little Krasinski. Some good news. Yeah, I remember it was somebody, just uh, a nice little thing. Somebody hashtagged the uh, the meme or whatever it kind of was. It was the online joke where it was just the uh, it was screenshot. A Facebook group message. Yeah, and um, somebody sent it to me. It was like, so are you going to be there? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that. I'll go. I'll go yeah. next. Do it. Yes. Uh, go ahead, just news. Josh. Um, so in 2019, a game was released called Days Gone, and I think <gasps> I Republic. I, the Heights oh. of the Old Republic. It's no. no. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It's one of those games that I played a lot of. Um, and recently it was reported that Sony PlayStation rejected a pitch for a sequel, um, stating that critical reception was more lukewarm and that it wouldn't be a viable oh. option. Um, afterwards, the Ben Studio, which is the uh, studio that was behind this game, was split up into two different teams, one to kind of keep running Ben studio and one to go work with uh, PlayStation's other bigger, one of their bigger studios, Naughty Dog. Um, this, of course, not of course, I mean, basically a lot of stuff has been coming to light recently of how Sony runs their, their babies, their little babies. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant your babies. Uh, Ben Studio, the team there said some of them stated that it left a sour taste in their mouth because they were no longer able to work on their own original ideas or material. They had to go work on an uncharted project. Um, And so many of them asked to be removed from that project because they wanted to basically all in all what's happening is that it's coming to light how Sony treats their little studios and how they don't actually, those little studios may not have that much freedom, period, uh, mm. to create their original ideas like Days Gone, Ben Studio working on that. Um, all that being was, said, huh? There was like a big hubbub about that. Like well, I recently, like, um, yeah. Days Gone was actually added to the PS Plus free to download collection, and uh, the creative director. And writer of it was asked, you know, how he felt about it. Because what happened was oftentimes when a game is added to that, it gets all of a sudden this this it's influx. Like yeah, this influx of like, oh, this game's really good and all that kind of stuff. And the writer and creative director had a hot take when somebody asked, you know, how do you feel about this recent engagement? And he's like, well, because fans are going, oh, why aren't we getting a sequel to this and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff? And he's like... Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quote him, and he said, "If you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. That's how it, you a, get it, game sequels." And, and it's, <sighs> it's twofold. It's very twofold for everyone listening because I think it did split the internet in half. <laughs> because there, because for me, I've been a big proponent of like, you want to know why Tron Legacy never got a sequel? You want to know why certain shows no never got come back? Because no one watched it. Yeah. No one paid the money. And so, like, it's like, well, the reason Family Guy and Arrested Development came back was DVD sales. That's the whole reason they came back is that after the shows were canceled, the DVD sales skyrocketed. But, but the tough thing is, like, sometimes it's tough. Like, if you make a movie that comes out, like, in I don't know, maybe April when taxes are due and people got to pay premium for their taxes, they're not going to watch a lot of movies. But also, if you're doing around Christmas time, who's going to buy? They have to choose which game they're going to buy. So, like, buying a sixty, seventy dollar game with bundles is tough. 
but it does make it, it's understandable where he's coming from because yeah. it's like Netflix shows where it's like we, we and, and also with HBO Max like Warrior season three was was never going to be a thing and then because it was on HBO Max now they got a season three so it's yeah. like it's tough yeah sometimes so, it mean, just happens so I mean look at Mindhunter that was mm-hmm. just Fincher being like I got other things to do although he is talking yep Netflix and him have met for season three of Mindhunter so oh um, yeah, yeah very excited yeah. about that um. So yeah, I mean, he was just saying it's just it's very prevalent that he hears all the time of people. Oh, I got that on sale, or oh, that was on PS Plus. And uh, but this news isn't done. A petition <laughs> has been started on Change.org, asking for Sony to approve Days Gone Two. And Ooh. as of today, as of today, it was nearing eighty thousand people had signed this. Uh, this is restore the days Goniverse. Restore the days Goniverse. And with 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 that, I just want to say, like to Josh's point, like for me, I, it, it, with the restore X Y the hashtag release, like these movements stuff like that, they're not meant to bully. They're just meant to show that, of a number of of like how many like people there are, are people in. interested. Like it's not yeah. like this this uh, ambiguous number of like people like it. No, well now that we can this, actually kind of quantify that. At least 80,000 people liked it. But yeah, I mean, for me personally, Days Gone was a lot of fun. I I said on my stream the other day that I played it. I was like, this is not a Caitlyn game. She would hate me. She would hate me with a fiery passion if I made her be like, hey, go do the thing. (laughs) It's like Days Gone or Hot Rod. Which would you uh, Mm, sit through? Days Gone. (laughs) That is my Uh, news. Caitlyn, what you got? Uh, so voice mod, which I have gotten in a little bit of trouble with, <laughs> yeah, with the podcast in the past. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, why you were asking me at the top much. of the show if your audio is fine? Yeah, they 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 started asking me pretty regularly. Do you have voice mod on? Because mm-hmm. I accidentally recorded um, a lot of an episode with like uh, most a voice, of an episode. <laughs> most pretty much all of an episode with a voice mod pack on. Oops. Um. But I love that program. It's amazing because it can do so many different things and add so many layers to uh, just just the immersiveness of uh, playing a game or uh, chatting on stream or anything like that. So I got really excited when I saw that Voice Mod is doing um, uh, ambient packs now. Um, so they're releasing 45 ambient sounds um, that's going to be like offices and... Um, basketball and uh, in the forest and at the beach. Um, and their their thought process for this is um, for people who are doing like IRL streams or Dungeons and Dragons streams, they want you to have those ambient, more immersive things available so that it can feel more all-encompassing, which I think is really cool. Um, it's not it's not a huge mind-blowing piece of news, but it's just cool that, that it's going to yeah. come out with that voice VoiceBot has an update pretty much every single week of something new coming out. So I'm not surprised that they're doing this, but I'm really excited because I really love soundscapes. Josh, um, the audio engineer, I, being like, my room tone? Are you guys messing with my room tone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to, I don't think he's here right now, but Bamba. Last week, uh, we decided together to put out a tweet tagging Caitlin saying mm. that she was that we had announced a oh nerd on Dungeons and Dragons campaign for Monday uh, and I think a few other people made some tweets as well about like yeah. season 3 and stuff and it was just I was, just I was saying, so like tired I was like 
Oh, what? Oh, no. they're messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is that all the news? Yeah. I think, I think so. Questiones. Next, Baby. Part of our, next part of our show is in which we answer questions from you, the people. And if you would like to submit questions, there are so many different ways you can tune in live to our Twitch stream that we do every day, or every day, every Sunday. Uh, at, every day. Every day at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or you can send an email at questions Sometimes at nerdon.tv. You can also go to nerdon.tv backslash questions. You can also join the Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Uh, there are channels there to submit questions. And if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon, uh, not only do you get to support us and us upgrading our everything, you also get what we call the Nerdon Nudge which is your questions are answered first. And you can, in, in all the, the hubbub, I, I didn't put the questions in front of me, but now I have them. You can ask questions <laughs> like, like Jeremy M. Jeremy M asks, if your life could be a genre, what would you want it to be? Um, and we're talking about like genre, like a way of storytelling, right? Not like, this is the film genre, or this is the video game. No, genre. I think they mean like comedy, uh, drama, yeah. horror. What would I want it to be? What would I a a a, a, a porno? All right. <laughs> okay. I okay. get that it's been the Sahara with 2020 <laughs> for you, Tom. Yeah. But just get like one drink of water. And I'm calm just, down. I'm just saying. It's, it's. Uh, I thought that was a kind of funny joke. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, we should have guessed that Tom was going to go for the yeah. answer that might be. Yeah. That so, precisely uh, indie comedy. Okay. I think that'd be my favorite one. It's a little more relaxed than a full comedy. <laughs> but. Still feel goody. You can still have, you know, the scrubs treatment. You can still have real feelings. You can still have uh, heightened things, but you always walk away with some sort of like, ah, all right. Doesn't always go the way you plan, but it's okay. I'd probably go for dark comedy. Okay. Respect. thinking. I just feel like here we go. I just feel like it'd be the type, maybe in the vein of dark comedy, where I'm like, like the living with Lovecraft shorts. <laughs> like my roommates are like these horrific beings, and I'm just I'm just doing my thing. You're like, could like you not starving? Eat? That was it had my note. It had my name on it in the fridge. So. Cthulhu, yeah. if you could chill on the past. I thought that was communal. Well, it had my name on it. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh and and you know, we're I'm I'm like the starving artist type that, you know, I put up with it because like the rent's just too cheap for me to not sure. live there. And there's like a uh, man, just I, watch those shorts. I love those shorts so can, much. There's like I, a, I thought of one for you. I thought I was gonna see if you're gonna say it, but you ever see Bee and Puppycat? Yeah. Oh my god. That would also be a great one for me. Yeah. That sounds about That's accurate. one of my favorite miniseries. We should do an episode on that, first of all. Or Adventure Time. Ooh, Adventure Time. So animated. That's the type but of Bee and Puppycat just reminded me of you for some reason. Yeah, Bee and Puppycat's pretty um, um, like when she, 
opens the umbrella into his crotch. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> and she shuts the door in his face. And I don't know. Very um, humor. I'm not going to say I've, I, I wouldn't shut the door. I'll say that. I'll just yeah. panic and stand there tensely being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She, she puts oh the my ice God. under the door for him. Here's ice. <laughs> uh, if I'm going to have a real answer, I'll probably do uh, Independent porno. Oh, what? sorry. What? No, I make those by myself. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, romant- probably romantic comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see uh, it. I think uh, like um, uh, definitely maybe. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so uh, next question. Yes, please. Next question comes from B-Rad, the Brad Shout man. Uh, what's a historical era or aesthetic you haven't seen represented very much in games that you would absolutely <laughs> want to play more of? <laughs> yeah, I have this answer already, but go ahead, Caitlin. The Rococo period. What's that? Please Just, explain. I require it's elaboration. so elaborate. There's so much detail. It's so colorful. It's so like visually With overwhelming. Which kind of details? What? I, re- I require elaboration. Let me just. <laughs> it was a time period. Uh, it's an arch. Well, it's an architectural style, but a lot of the uh, uh, uh oh, like Disneyland like, shit. Oh my god! Like yeah, Mary, Disneyland. Mary Poppins, Disneyland, like the fancy. Yes. Yeah. Rococo painting, uh, which originated in early 18th century Paris, is characterized by soft colors and curvy lines and depicts scenes of love, nature, amorous encounters, lighthearted entertainment, and youth. Uh, but, oh my God, it could get so excessive. Like, I think a, a, some kind of game that could juxtapose that would be phenomenal. I, I don't um, have a theme for it yet, but I would love to see that I in a think, game. I think all of the Assassin's Creed's games are mostly that time period, 18th century time period. They don't have the like floofy softness of it, though. Uh, Unity, they do, because it's all in France. But that's France. one. But that's France. not. That's also like, I'm also just not a fan of sneak games. Sure. But, uh, yeah, something along them lines. Okay. Um, in games, for me, I have an entire binder and outline of this game. I've talked about it on our updates and extras, but it's the uh, same time period as Gangs of New York, the five mm-hmm. points in New York. I want an oh, open yeah. world Grand Theft Auto style, Red Dead Redemption style game in uh, Gangs of New York time periods. Uh, and you can join any gang you want, changes your storyline depending on how... Uh, which gang you join, the Dead Rabbits or the Bowery Boys or anything like that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Hmm. Josh? Hmm. Uh, I mean, a, a time in history that I haven't... Or an aesthetic. I mean, one a time in... I mean, my my answer is closely related to, to Corey's kind of... But mine is uh, Civil War era America... I've just always been really interested in that. But mm. in terms of being in games, like I personally haven't played a lot of games. I know Red Dead is kind of around that ish mm. uh, after that time. Um, so, but I think specifically Civil War era America would be interesting. You should play Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it, it uh, takes place. What is that? The Revolutionary War, actually. That's the wrong war. 
My Assassin's bad. Creed, aka the timeline game. Yeah. 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 But if you want to take place in the Revolutionary War, Assassin's Creed 3 is the way to go. Uh, I don't know any uh, Civil War games. It's yeah. a good one. 1860 wow. to 1865, I believe, is the... But just to to have that, uh, uh, I don't know, I've always been really interested in that time period in America. It used to be something that I knew a lot about. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, Tom? Um, I know it seem, it might seem that it's saturated, but I think it's only because th- there was a big AAA controversy because of it. Um, but I really like the futuristic era. Um, so um, I think Cyberpunk 2077 was definitely like the big that everyone's like, oh, where we have it. But I'm thinking like Mega Man uh, mm. Battle Network, which kind of to Caitlin's point, it's very cute. It's very cute. You got these little baby sprite people. You got a diagonal edge. But anyways, uh, like it, it's 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 futuristic. So like computers talk to you and like everyone's got a little talky personality thing. And, like, it's very just kind of happy. Like, I really like futuristic things. I think we've seen a lot of, like, the doom and gloom and, like, the excess and the vice. But I'm like, what about a futuristic thing that's kind of family-friendly? Um, I don't think we've had enough of those yet. Because um, mm. I think I a lot it. of people think technology and cyberpunk and sexy. But, like, I was like, these are, like, rounded edges. People look like fucking, like, b- balloons. And I'm like... Uh, I don't they, know. They, Blade Runner game would be really cool where you're a... A hunter and looking for replicants. And- I get it, but answering the question of what do you feel has been not been represented sure. that well. Yeah. So I'm like, if there's only one franchise that has it, where like I feel like there's been a lot of like medieval. There's been a lot of ancient, you know, sand and sandals. You know, it's like okay, yeah, Actually, yeah. I kind of want to change my answer to like old world Korea. Yeah, I feel like I've I've watched a lot of like historical dramas, K dramas. And like, that's really, that's really beautiful. I would mm-hmm. love to see a game with that. Dope. Just saying. Nice. Wordness. Wordness next, to the turdness. Next question comes from Noe. If you were offered the chance to go back in time to change one thing about your life and then continue living in this new time branch from that moment on, would you do it? Assume your knowledge of the old future would be erased. No. Ugh. Yeah. So... No, sir. There's one thing. I would definitely change it and wipe it from my mind forever. I'd buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That's well, it. Okay, Caitlin. Because it wouldn't, we, it, wouldn't, we, it wouldn't affect who I'm with or anything now, but I'd buy Bitcoin. What's yours, Caitlin? No, I actually can't say it. <laughs> but cool. I, there, Good it's talk. more of a, there is a thing that I would change in my life. It's All a right. personal thing. That's why. So the answer is yes, but I cannot share that publicly. Nah, Caitlin. Just half share. Sorry. Don't do that. (laughs) Josh? Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty, as, I'm a pretty firm believer that I wouldn't be where I am if a single thing changed in my past. Like, no, no regrets. No regrets. I mean, in my current timeline, like, I honestly, like, if something changed, I've been through some traumatic shit in my life, and mm-hmm. if I change that, I'm I literally would things. not be where I am. I wouldn't be married to Bonnie. I wouldn't even live in Los Angeles. Like, I, there are certain things that if I were to have changed them, I definitely wouldn't be where I am. And so I'd want to change after those things happened. <laughs> so I think, like, I think around 2011-ish, 
I decided I made this like decision to drop my agents and and I'm not going to be an actor anymore. Oops. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, that's one thing that I'd be like, you know. Maybe. But again, I just I I wouldn't be the person that I am. I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have of myself if I changed it. Like Sure. I I just I have a you really might have hard different time. set of knowledge. I'd have a different set of knowledge, but I Nah, I'm not good really. fam. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, one event, I will change it and I'll be specific. I would go back two hours from now and be like, Josh, how do we do this in case your computer doesn't work? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only That's answer. That's the answer. <laughs> that is the it's answer. True. That's the it's answer. Yeah. That's how you literally, okay, I understand the timeline that I'm living in right now. How would I affect it? Okay, losing everything I just lived through? Like if you, if you logged on and were like, so Josh, I'm, this is just a hypothetical question. Theoretically. If for some reason your internet went out, how would we do the update live? Like For some reason, yeah. if you're just downloading just, all I'm the just porn curious. on the internet and your, yeah. your Wi-Fi is just garbage, yeah, how yeah. can we do this? How can we alleviate some of your stress and pain and worry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I do. Good answer, Tom. You win. Other yeah. than that, um, if you I change anything, I probably would never met any of you guys. Um, now we go on to questions from the chat. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Question time. Okay, so we'll go from some questions from last week. First question is from Zell Namor. What's Shut the up. biggest, most surprising Easter egg you've ever run into? Mm, that's a good question. The one that my parents question. had. Excuse me? What was that? I think one they're talking about parents video. They might, are they talking about like I'm video aware. game Easter, Easter eggs? Yeah, probably. Uh, well, surprising Easter egg. I think they could be everything. Or... Movie, book, all that stuff. I think Kaylin's is the one her parents hid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Going for the mm-hmm. joke. Got it. Um, I think mine was the one for the biscuit. Grand Theft Auto 4. There's a, uh, like a full heart inside of the Statue of Liberty if you fly in there. Oh, God. And some graffiti on the wall. I don't remember what it says, but I remember being like, what is happening? And it's never addressed. It's just an Easter egg. Um, oh, my cat just pushed my door open. There he is. Oh, there it goes. That's an Easter egg. Josh, do you have one or do you want me to go? Uh, this one's hard. I think the only one that can really, that I can remember, because I'm sure there are a lot, uh, maybe E.T. being in one of the Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, uh, he's in uh, the second one. Yeah, uh, but the I mean, there's, there's so many. I I just can't even remember second them. One, I think it's the second one. One of the remember prequels. Seeing Totoro in Toy Story. Hmm? Yours was the one your parents. Yes. Hid. No one cares about your second one. Anyways, that's right. that, that's Corey. That's Corey. <laughs> Sorry um, for speaking ever. For me, <sighs> I think it's actually gonna tickle Corey really well. I think my mm. absolute favorite or biggest. Easter egg, Scarab Gun. Oh, Halo. And Halo 2. You have to yeah. really work hard to get this fucking Banshee through these tunnels that you're not supposed to go through. And once you get it to this map, you can fly on top of a building. And then there's this holy gun that just looks like a regular energy buster gun. And you grab it and it shoots like a giant command. Destroy blast. the planet. Yeah. It's so powerful. You could take out a thing that you're not supposed to fight. I'm like, this is this is baller. I love this. Um, next question. Yeah. Uh, from Doogler, what's your favorite easy-to-make food? Bonus points if it's a comfort food. Oh, grilled cheese tomato soup. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anytime I'm easy. sick, anytime I'm feeling super sad, I'm just like... 
and I'm really good at it too. Like Bonnie's like, how do you make this so good? Like, it's the first thing I ever learned how to cook from my mom. And so I also, I have two ways of doing it. You do the artisan, like fancy cheeses and shit with like some pepper jelly if you want and tomato soup. Or if you want the real comfort one, you buy fucking home pride wheat bread, which is like probably super processed wheat bread. bread, craft, Craft singles. And a tomato soup. Uh, I like my I, my favorite tomato soup is the one with the uh, red peppers from Trader Joe's. Oh, that's, that's so good! It's the only tomato soup yeah. that I like. Yeah, but yeah, uh, easy. sourdough easy. bread because my uh, Greg, my stepdad, shout out, uh, always always bought sourdough bread, and it just kind of. I know sourdough bread for some people is kind of like a taster's choice no, kind of thing. That's like, the artisan one I go with. When I do the jelly and everything, it's sourdough. Yeah, for sure. and Bonnie doesn't even like it, but I made it for her, and she was like, "All right." I change. This is great. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, Caitlin or me? You go. Uh, you um, know she's going to say you go. I know. Mm-hmm. I just want to give her the option. I don't want <laughs> to just, just assume that she, you know. Um, I think for me, my favorite easy to make food is probably egg fried rice. Mm. I think that's a really easy to make thing. Mm-hmm. And I know if some people are like, it might seem, it might seem like, daunting and all that stuff but like try fail then try again and then you'll fail get better you'll get it and uh once like that was like the first thing i learned how to cook for myself i think was that or instant cup of noodle but you know like something that actually required you to change the chemistry of food with each other um and knowing which recipes to what you know what how to make it so and like i don't do everything like how youtube does it like I, the chinese way is to use like day old fried rice you, if you're good, if you're if you are confident, you could do it with fresh fried rice. You could do it with fresh rice. You just make sure you don't use that much water when you cook it, um, so that it's dry. Um, but you just got to make sure it's cooled down so that the starch isn't so sticky. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, fried rice is to me really easy, and you can make it very bland, very easy, like just regular salt and pepper, or you could do a bunch of stuff to it. So it's like to me, it's kind of like what Corey's answer was with pizza or burgers, where you can make it anything you want. So, Kaylin. Yeah. Um, I mean, the easiest comfort thing that I eat is just making a couple over medium eggs and some toast with oh, honey and over butter. Over medium. There you go. Little yeah, over medium egg. specifically. I like oh. the whites cooked. I like the yolks very runny. Yeah, that's um, good for sandwiches. So good. It's, I don't like it in sandwiches. That's good for I hate burgers. It when it runs out of the yeah, sides. Yeah, um, It's like you want burgers. them runny but not messy. Yeah, I want them runny. I, I'm the type of person that will, like, with a fork, surgically open the mm. top to, like, flip off the lid and dip my toast inside like it's a little bowl. And then once I have gotten most of the liquid out, I will, again, surgically with my fork, pull the yolk away from the white part that's cooked and then eat that separately. Little it's eggy like Dana bowl. And then eats, I'll eat the Dana eats Kit Kats layer by layer. Yeah. That's like, um... Wow. That's like y'all, a, I don't understand y'all. That's like a, that's like excellent. Um, Is it? Yeah, they have like little egg cups, and you get to eat it with the bread. Oh, um, it's called the slut. Yeah, it's delicious. It's mashed potatoes and uh, poached eggs in a in a mason <sighs> jar with chives and sour cream. Um, next question will be from Nate Hawk, nineteen eighty nine. This yeah, comes from right. the chat from today. Huh. Um, do petitions even work? I'm genuinely curious. I don't know if this was a true question, but it was a question. I said, if you put a question in, we're answering it. So you got to be careful what you ask. Wow. So, oh. Tom, um, Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> I no, mean, so, I think someone I think before gen- was like, oh, that wasn't a serious question. I'm like, well, you General Gigrax said late. it pretty perfectly. I don't know how to prove on this, but petition itself doesn't really do much, but it shows that the public interest is there. 
then it may not have been apparent to whoever it was before. So hashtag release the Snyder Cut, sign a petition. They're like, oh, this has 2 million retweets. Yeah, legs, oh, shit. So, okay, interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, the grand I think scheme there of things, is a, like, when you look at it uh, in general, like, yeah, you might see, think, like, oh, 80,000, that's, that's a lot of people. But it's not really. And, like, a gaming industry, like, from a, like a market standpoint, it's like, that's actually kind of small beans. But yeah. it shows something. Like, yeah. It's like viewer like counts. It's just showing that people are showing up for it. Yep. Yeah. I, to me, uh, honestly, it also asks, it's like, as a podcast, we've had to look at different ways of how to grow. And a lot of people will say, like, understand who your audience is. And so they say to make surveys, to say, they ask, like, what's your favorite kind of episode? Who's your favorite host? X, Y, and Z, all these things, which work so you can tinker it to their taste. Mm-hmm. For a change.org or like a hashtag trending, that's like several million dollars worth of poll results and surveys that people are freely giving out data. Like, that's mm-hmm. why Facebook and all these companies are getting sued, because they're taking all this information, what people like, without costing them something. Yeah. So for us, willingly signing that we want a thing, that's millions of dollars. So yeah. to me, I think it, there is something that we're not, as a society, understanding the true value of it yet. So, but as of this moment, yes, I'd say Speaking no Speaking of which, nerdon.tv backslash research <laughs> <laughs> is a survey that we use to... Uh, See Make what people the show think. better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so next question comes from Dusk Ninja Kenji, um, who's been lovely so far and donated a bunch of bits so far. Oh, um, thank you. But, uh, oh, have you guys been watching Invincible? I came out, I ju- it just came out recently in Australia, and I'm loving it so far. Stay tuned in the next couple weeks for our episode covering Invincible. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're covering it in a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> So uh, you can hear it all there, but I'll just say this so far. Yeah. I haven't um, yet. Yes. That's, that's, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that's that. That's the best like answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't tra- seen any of it yet, so it'll, it'll be new for me whenever we do that episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm here. Eyes. I'm here for the Steve Unisance. Yeah. So. The unison. The cast is phenomenal. If he doesn't the universe. get right now, as we're recording, the Academy Awards are going on. If he doesn't win, I'm a riot. Him, okay. Daniel Kaluuya. That's all I want. I'm out. I can see. Uh, General General G says, "Don't vote Corey as a grump. It's a trap." I, you'd be surprised how well you've done over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, one more, or how much? How much time we have left? I'd say we've one been more. up for 42 minutes. So all right, one more. This comes from Shadow Kitten. Zero zero. Nerd Shout on. out. Okay. <laughs> Nerd on. What was the nicest gift that you got um, that you're comfortable sharing about? Nicest. Uh, my camera. Yeah. That was a nice lot gift. of people, including all the people here, pulled together to get this camera here. Uh, my wife, Dana, shout out, did a lot of work uh, corralling some people. I wanted this camera for. Almost two years at the point that I finally got it. I had done this research over the last year before that, and she would come home from work or wherever she was, and she would find me watching more videos on how to use the camera, its low-light capabilities, what it can do, the attachments, the accessories, all that kind of stuff. So uh, Blackmagic Pocket 4K, that's the one. That's my. That's the nicest gift I've gotten. That's what we have. <laughs> and my surprise 30th. That was probably one of the best. Oh, gifts. yeah. That was a, that lot, was of a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. 
Kaylin, Josh. Caitlin. Okay. Mine is actually right here. Um, I have I have been blessed by a lot of people in my life, but nothing caught me so off guard as my uh, oh. Let's Go Evie uh, switch. Uh, my, my bud Luke from Indiana. I had been whining about it on the show for a long time, and he'd been listening for a long time, and... Um, for my birthday last year, he he sent me a package and I opened it and I fell on the floor because I, I was not us prepared. Right after and like, mm-hmm. what? like oh my god, oh You're my like, god, I'm oh dead. my god, I'm dead. <laughs> I've died. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I actually keep it nearby because they have this little happy face, and I feel like that's like uh, whenever I'm in like a sad mood, I'll look at the thing and be like. I got people because he also sent a very sweet card that was like, I don't get to see you a lot, but know that, you know, there are people always in the wings rooting for you kind of thing. And I was like, oh, a baby. Well, it's ruined now. So anyway, next one. Josh or me? I'll go. Okay, Corey. Well, I was going to talk about the song, but I. Corey, Josh, you or me? Uh, I'll go. Um, in recent history, uh, one that immediately comes to mind was a couple of Christmases ago. Last um, Christmas. My wife got me a record player. And for me, uh, I had a strange childhood because I grew up with vinyl. Even though I'm not of that generation, I just grew up with vinyl. Hold that thought, Josh. I'm going to refresh you. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, continue. Uh, so I grew up with vinyl. Greg, my stepdad, shout out again. Shout anytime, out, Greg. Anytime he went to a, a garage sale, he'd buy whatever vinyl records they had. And so that's what I grew up on, and that's what I listened to. And I hadn't Good guy had guy Greg, a, man. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, so I hadn't had a vinyl player in a really long time. And she... and. Corey can probably attest to this. It's sometimes really hard to keep secrets from your spouse of like things that you've bought them. And I had no idea that she did this, no idea that she bought it. And I got that, a Billy Joel record and a Fleetwood Mac record. And I popped, I I plugged it in, connected it to our stereo system. And I started playing um, the Billy Joel record and I just started crying. Never besmirch Billy Joel. Never besmirch Billy Joel. And I was just listening and it was just like, no, it's not perfect. It's not. But when you listen to it, just that, it was just, there's just something about it. It's just the smell. It's the sound. And you're like, this is amazing. And it just, it brought back a lot of, a lot of memories of just listening to music that I'd never heard before. And how I have the music taste that I have today. It was just like, it was it was it was good. Top like that one good. song, Corey. That one song? Yeah, the one you. What? What song? You sing Baby, you yeah, can pay you to a kiss I from a rose was on, on the gray. <laughs> you know what? I guarantee you, it is. The Batman. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Yo. that's on vinyl. Guarantee. Yo, once we get our office, vinyl a big ass office. I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, for me. Uh, there's a lot, but the thing I think I want to share with today here, um, will probably be from, 
I'm going to say it's from Dana, even though it's probably from Corey and Dana. <laughs> uh, I think it's because she's the one that gave it to me. It's a oh. it's a it's a picture frame, um, and it has a lot of these Polaroid stills that I think Corey took on the day that we were uh, shooting for half a glass at the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, it has a picture of you know everyone in there. So you have like the DP in there, you have the, the cast, the production team, and uh, it, it was just kind of a nice memory kind of thing. And I think the reason why it becomes it's the nicest thing that I've been given because it was something I was not expecting. It wasn't something like, oh, during a holiday or during a birthday and all that right. stuff. And um, I've definitely had a lot of gifts given to me during birthdays and, and holidays, which I'm like, I can't believe you did this. But like, this was one of those. It's like, oh, this is really nice because I was more just happy the fact that we got to tell the story and, and capture it and, and do it. And everyone's willing to work with me and do it all. But uh, getting something physical to hold on to is like, okay, nice. Because typically you have like a video file, you throw it on a hard drive, you never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dana's. Uh, that was Dana's um, idea. I taped them in there, but it was her. But you took the pictures. I did. There you yeah. go. So that's both. Brought a Polaroid to set. Probably annoyed Tom a little bit at the time, but it worked out okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm very not like oh, okay. Everyone, stop taking pictures. We got to get this <laughs> shot down. But Caitlin knows how helpful those pictures become in the future. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That 48 hour uh, film fest, I was like, okay, pose over here, hold this, look this way. And those ended up being the shots that you used for the submission, submission. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to make for the press kit, which is nice. But even pictures of me, I'm like, no one ever knows that I actually am like behind the camera. I'm like, there you, you go. This, st- it's, it's not even like a glory shot. It's like, there, this proof. I'm, I do it, guys. It's go, like, go away. <laughs> nerd on specifically, like for us, when we used to meet every Sunday, when we could, like, we'd take shots and they'd be like these amazing like things that we'd use for promotion and stuff like that and you can't do it no, used, oh right yeah now. i used to bring my camera in every sunday and take pictures of everybody oh uh, yeah we'll soon. get there we'll get soon. there soon. 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 soon very soon, soon actually well that's it that is this week's update everybody that uh sent in questions thank you thank you so much we love answering questions so please submit them tune into the the twitch stream live to submit questions in the chat we do save them so if you submitted them into the chat today we save them to answer later always save them we have documents that we that we just keep stacking them up so thank you for sending them in uh if you're new to nerd on check out our website nerdon.tv. it has all of the information on everything that we do um follow and subscribe on all the things twitch apple podcast youtube all that good stuff. Uh, shares with your friends, your family, rate and review, all of that good stuff. But that is it. That has been uh, this week's update. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, nerd on. on.